mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Galactic Groovers, Xanadu Collective. How is everyone grooving this week? It felt like a week with kind of a mixed bag. Some of you are going through a process of clearing out things that aren't working for you anymore, and that can be sudden and difficult. What seems to be happening for... Um, <sighs> The word starseed bothers me in some respects, and I'll talk about that on Amused Musings. I used to be so attached to that, and I guess what it is is that I think we all are. But people who are consciously aware that there is something more about this reality or about themselves... Um, when you, it seems like everyone who was already fully engaged is kind of having their training wheels taken off and suddenly things um, are happening very rapidly. Rapid shifts, rapid clearing, rapid change. I went through this process about three months ago and so I really relate to what a lot of my peers have been going through this last week or so and this uh whole next month really unfortunately until we um I mean unfortunately and fortunately because this Aries fire energy is very productive and it gets things done but at the same time and it can be rejuvenating it's like uh, going into that phoenix egg and burning off whatever doesn't work and arising anew. But uh, it can also be a little tumultuous, um, both personally and on the world stage. Excuse me if you heard that. Can you imagine that? This human body has bodily functions <laughs> that I can't always suppress and really don't need to. So... In about 53 minutes, I have a big 10-yard dumpster coming, and my oldest son is going to come hang out with me this weekend, and we're going to clear out a bunch of stuff that was left over from the flood I had before the pandemic. <laughs> we had a family pandemic before the pandemic, or 2020. I think I'm just going to start calling it 2020 because I'm tired of the word pandemic and I think probably everybody is <laughs> um I'm finally not high anymore after my COVID shot boy was that an interesting ride and I've kind of been doing some Ayurvedic cleansing to reset my system because it kind of did a number on my gut health uh but at any rate um we're all going through a much more rapid quickening 
of our abilities, our light code activation, the activation of that unused, untapped um, into DNA that is in our spinal cord, in our spine, in our nervous system. It's uh, being turned on. Our brain is lighting up. It would be interesting to me to see brain scans of some people who are going through this process to see if our brains are becoming different. Because all I know is that for me personally, it feels way different. Um, I had a great week and I had some amazing conversations with people. Um, you know, some recorded, some readings I was giving, some readings I was getting, um, and uh, some lives that I watched. And it, it, it's all in sync with each other. We're all saying the same things, which is basically grounding into Gaia, embodying into yourself, not trying to escape this human experience through, um, oh, what would I call it? You know, I've talked about multidimensional expansion and how the further out you can expand your energy field in an aware state, the more you stay connected to those other uh, dimensions, however, and those frequencies, but it can be very easy to push most of yourself out so that your vessel here is just kind of on autopilot having this human experience and your head is in the clouds, so to speak, um, which can feel great, but uh, ultimately it winds up in um, <clears throat> things getting stuck in your process or choices being made that wind up not being in your highest alignment because you're kind of skipping out on the human experience. So, like, we've been shot out of a cannon, folks. <laughs> and I'm watching it happen all over the place. Um, and the interesting part is, is that most of us are having the experience of these things happen suddenly, but from this place of awareness and consciousness, uh, we immediately see our, like, whatever parts of us that could be considered the villain or at fault in a situation we see. And then we also um, see that no matter how well we respond to something and trying to do that from the highest good, that the point isn't necessarily to like resolve it or be the good person, the quote unquote good person. Sometimes you're there to be justifiably angry or to point out something and make them see how their actions affect other people. You know, we're still here being human and that is okay. But I think when you have an awareness of it, maybe you do it in a gentler way or a more precise way. Oh, I don't know if that's going to be on the recording, but I got a phone call from my partner and uh, we're in different continents, so communication is pretty vital. It's interesting, we think about, I mean, we talk all the time about what it's going to be like to be in real life and not have to expend all that energy to communicate long distance and to stay connected. I mean, we're always connected. That's 
one of the reasons that this actually works right now. But at any rate, um, <clears throat> nothing gets you off track like your sweet, adorable boyfriend. And um, I was saying villain and shadow and yes. So <laughs> some of us are confronting our shadows. Uh, because I have that dumpster coming, I'm just going to pull cards and record live and I'm probably not going to read from any books a whole lot. Most of the time, to be honest, I don't even need to look at the book to know what the message is. But I do sometimes because there will be certain cards that just almost glow and tell me you should investigate this one further because it will have verbiage in there that is particularly relevant. Um, I want to remind everybody it's 4-3-21 when I'll be <laughs> releasing this, which is kind of cool because it's 4-3-2-1. I got through my April Fool's uh, not having any mean pranks and just some cute little jokes between me and an eight-year-old that I was tutoring with reading. I do that two days a week and I just love this girl. She is dynamite. Um, but <laughs> let me tell you something, it's humble to get bested by an eight-year-old. <laughs> so here's another example of what I'm talking about, about how the veil being removed has been removed so thoroughly where people can no longer lie or hide things. Deceit is much more difficult. Um, that includes any deceit with yourself. And so um, I can admit that part of the reason I love this girl is she reminds me of me when I was little. Because I was a, you know, little ball of sunshine and uh, belonged on a stage. And she is very much that way. But she is just delightful. And uh, that was nice because, you know, I mean, I'm down for a joke and tricks are fun, but I've never been a mean prank person. And in my opinion, anything that like makes someone feel shame or embarrassment or anything but just, ha, that was funny, good one, is just mean and energetically icky. But that's just my personal opinion. So let's see. Oh, did I even get to the punchline? I think I buried the lead here. So, uh, four, three, two, one. <laughs> this almost feels like a universal countdown at the moment and I have a feeling these cards will reveal a little more of this uh, quickening happening perhaps um, now that you're in the flow things are going to start moving a little more peacefully for you and just try to remember that the level to which you experience difficult things or challenging things in your life I mean, even something that's a real punch in the nuts, right? Like the death of someone you love or uh, losing, I don't know, a job you really love or a relationship. The, of course, those things are going to hurt. But when you are peaceful within yourself, it, it becomes a quicker process and a less violent, self-deprecating, uh, self flagellating process where um so for instance let's say you've lost a loved one if you're uh 
in a state of peace within yourself and connected to source. You are feeling the feelings and the sadness, but it's more with a focus of remembering all the beautiful memories, wishing them well and happy and wonderful and thinking about the transition they've made and what life, what it must be, what their new reality is like, you know, what is their existence like and that it's probably beautiful for them. And uh, it's just a little more um, gentle. And then there's the other version where um, you have not honed and maintained and learned to nurture a state of peace within your own self, your own embodiment, uh, your connection to source, grounding into the earth. You have not completed that process. And so the chaos or the grief or the challenges or the physical battles, because we're still in these bodies, they haven't quite been, you know, turned into a, a, a perfect specimen of, of a human body again, you know, we're not all immortal in 35 and have a peach bottom. Um, but when you um, encounter these things, if you're not feeling that peace within or that connection to source, it makes it much more difficult not to focus on all of the negatives. The, you know, I'm never going to see them again. I, how can I live without them? Um, why didn't I spend more time with them? Why didn't I tell them this? Uh, why haven't I, you know, I, was, I wasn't a good enough daughter friend spouse, uh, parent, child, you know, we do that to ourselves when we are not in a state of peace. When we are in a state of peace, we can grieve in a healthy way and process these things in a healthy way. So enough of my yammering. Let's get to recording this live because I have a big ass dumpster coming. Um, there's just some like broken furniture and things that unless I want to pay someone, a ridiculous more amount of money than the um, fee that I'm paying for the dumpster, which isn't out of this world. It's really not that much for what is going to occur with it, but uh, it would cost me so much more money and be a headache having other people come and do it. <laughs> okay, so our inner child, these are such beautiful cards, and I'm so excited that the dolphin card reminds me to talk to you about sending some love and energy and doing some grid work uh, with and for the sea mammals, which I'll get to later. Uh, hope I remember that. So the dolphin card, so beautiful. There's three of them, kind of perfect. Uh, threes are extremely prevalent and important and everyone is tapped into that right now and it just says cooperate with others we are in a time where it's time now light beings to collaborate with others and it's safe to do so and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know forming a coven or anything it could be just a project at work or whatever it is but you we are in a phase of growth and building and cooperation 
And then there's a very noble stallion, I think, or I guess it could be a mare, but you know, I can't exactly check on that. Um, but just a very majestic uh, charcoal horse on the horse card. And it says, trust your feelings. So cooperate with others and know that um, you can use your inner child for that discernment about others or whether uh, what's going on is the right thing for you. If you are trying to make a decision and one option makes you sick to your stomach and the other option <laughs> makes you feel excited maybe, and don't forget that sometimes anxiety uh, and excitement look very similar. So always ask yourself, am I anxious or am I excited? So that is an awesome thing from our inner child. And then let's see. Oh, here we are. I have a feeling these shapeshifters cards might be a little bit, a bit of a kick in the feels just because it's all about transmutation. And if we're all uh, trying to grow and become our higher selves more and be more in alignment with that and closer to source energy. It means that we are um, confronting our shadow in real time and not being able to hide from who we are, all the aspects of ourself and learning how to love and work with our shadow side, our, our ego self um, in a positive way. To move our life forward as opposed to you know trying to kill it or fix it or reject it or purge it or all the other things we were doing before the Aquarian age popped into being on December 21st oh righty hmm. and by the way when I'm doing this I am always Breathing in that source energy and allowing the flow through myself. We have been getting this card, ladies and germs. Uh, all you mixes out there. Um, I went to say Ms. the other day and for my trans kid, I was like, nope, how about mix? Can you say mix instead of Mr. Miss or, or Mrs. or or Ms. just mix. He liked that. But we have been getting this card over and over and over. Um, a lot of us feel like we've been in a birth process of a new collective timeline for our lovely Xanadu collective. And we got Dragonling Garden. A new world is born. Uh, the number on that card is nine. Another three companion. <clears throat> and, um, it's all about nurturing this new world that has been born and collaborating together to build the structure, the sculpture, as I heard uh, an artist, P the Fairy. She also does human design readings. She's really wonderful. I don't know if she has a podcast. I know she's been on some. Um, but at any rate, she said uh, that we're creating, like the, the new matrix is a sculpture an energetic sculpture and I like that idea uh, because it's more free form than a grid and more collaborative it can be so you are going to be tangibly in 
the three to five D reality because we're in five D, even if people who are still resonating in the lower frequency don't know that. And then uh, you are unlike anyone else. Your contradictions and complexities are interesting. This card is so beautiful. She's a little, a little butterfly fairy, and then she's surrounded by butter frogs. <laughs> They're frog bodies uh, with butterfly wings, and these little frogs, like more like tree frogs with the red feet with the suckers. Um, but such a gorgeous card, and the number on that card is eight. So we are establishing this permanent connection and integration of light into the energetic structure of our planet and humanity and um, it's okay for you to be a contradiction or complex it's okay for you to be different it's okay for you to express yourself in the world in a new or different way as a matter of fact it is entirely necessary and called for and I think I might just take a peek at what this card in particular I seem to remember because interestingly enough this is another card we keep getting uh, I swear I shuffle these folks <laughs> this is just how it works this is why I read cards this is why it feels like and is magic in my opinion not magic that I am doing magic that I am experiencing. Your decisions are being challenged. There is confusion concerning who you are. People who you have been close to may draw away or feel betrayed and confused at this time because they no longer know who you are, they say. This is a time for making choices that may seem to be odd to others, but which assist you in becoming the unique being you are. Refuse to be labeled, even if it does not seem popular at first. Do your own thing, whether it's uh, whatever area of your life it's in, even as basic as and important and vital as your own identity. Um, mash concepts and come up with approaches that are innovative and exciting. Stick to your truth and go through the challenging times in order to reach a place where you are accepted and loved for who you are. If you're feeling alone right now in any way in that zone, in that practice of stepping out, um, just remember that there's lots of people out there and around you and probably in whatever metaphysical communities you are in. If you're listening to this, you probably are part of the that um brethren that humanhood uh human companions i don't know i haven't figured out what to call that because i don't want to say brotherhood or sisterhood anymore either i'm really trying to get away from all of these this gender heavy language because i'm realizing more and more um how it can be harmful in some ways it's not that we need to you know kill masculinity and femininity it's not that at all and um, there's nothing wrong with identifying with being male or female. But when we apply the same brush to all of society and then kind of leave out, you know, a quarter of the world, maybe, that has a different 
identity, it's just not good. All right, let's see what the Muse Tarot says from our higher selves needs to happen. Connect with your community. Go connect with people. I The connections I made with people this last week were so beautiful and um, nourishing and healing and revelatory for both of us and felt uh, very supporting of this journey that we're all on. There is nothing like having someone else say, oh my gosh, me too. I have been experiencing that. It helps you know, and this isn't seeking validation outside yourself. It's seeking community and camaraderie and finding the people to cooperate with and trust your feelings with. The people who are going to, you know, support what to maybe more um, traditional people in your life might think, uh, you know, are wrong or crazy or who are you? Uh, I don't know who you are anymore. And I'm always available to chat. Um, you don't have to pay me <laughs> for that. Uh, so reach out, you know, if you are feeling like you need to talk about something. Or if you just want to say, hey, this thing's happening to me. Can you believe that? I'd love to hear about your experiences and stories. Hey, Galactic Groovers, I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area, getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. And then lastly, I have syncretic oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. 
I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money back guarantee for all my readings and so far nobody wants their money back. So I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all and thank you for listening. So our collective highest self guidance from the Muse Tarot this week is, oh nice, four of materials, there have been lots of pentacles. Um, I am going to look in the book at this one, but she is just a beautiful woman on this card who is holding these roses close to her heart, which also flowers in general and especially roses tend to represent um a chakra structure it can be symbolic for that but um she is you know almost in love with these roses that she's holding and then we have the moon also a card number nine i cannot tell you how many readings this week had mostly nines we are completing a cycle and beginning a new one as we are evolving um, and materials is pentacles in the muse tarot which is resources so the moon can be the prompt is confusing reflections so this is about illusions hidden truths Shadows in the moonlight, facing your fears, obscured knowledge, the need to trust your intuition, instinct, the things you cannot know at this time, subtle illumination. So this is all about discernment and uh, exposing secrets, um, even if those are secrets that you've been keeping from yourself or illusions that you've created for yourself to avoid doing things you don't want to do but that you know deep down are necessary so four of materials a shell full of shillings savings checking on finances creating solid foundations resting on your laurels a time to step into abundance mindset letting go of lack building for the future protection and generosity one of the keys to abundance is being generous and that includes with yourself um some examples of that you know people like to talk about manifestation a lot i see it more as attraction or working with the energy of abundance and that energy of abundance is one of expansion and flow and knowing that your needs are going to be met having peace in yourself and with the universe that that process is happening in your favor for your good and therefore that allows you to also be generous and it doesn't mean foolish she's holding these roses and just very carefully loving them and considering what she is going to do with them tending them loving them so Take a look at your resources and um, 
Some examples of being generous with yourself. I ordered some things this last week. Um, once I got the financial boost that a lot of people in the U.S. received. And there's a million other things I need to pay. You know, I have some debt like most people do. Some people have managed to pay that off and good for you. But um, <clears throat> I kind of feel like it's all made up anyway. So I'm not highly motivated to do that at this point. But uh, instead of like we ordered Indian food last week <laughs> and I told my kid, we're getting all the appetizers. <laughs> um, Indian food can be a bit pricey. And instead of, you know, shorting ourselves or cheating myself and saying, okay, well, we're just going to get this entree and that entree, and then that'll keep it under this dollar amount. And I will be frugal about this and I'll be, uh, constrictive we were generous with ourselves. Um, then I bought myself a few things, some more equipment that I needed for podcasting and also recording audiobooks. I have a pretty firm offer to do that for someone's book who has been a guest on this podcast. And I needed to get my butt in gear and be ready to do that project. Uh, but at any rate, and then I also bought myself some things that, um, like I could have lived without this is I grew up in a house where we didn't have a remote control color TV until the mid to late 80s like I think we had a color TV <laughs> like maybe by 1980 <laughs> so I kind of grew up you know with a lack mentality and a poverty mentality where you made do and, and some of that, I mean, some of that is good because part of consumption and consumerism means that we abuse the planet in that way. So it is important to you utilize things, uh, as long as possible, repurpose when you can recycle, etc. But there's some things that they break and you just need to get a new one. And I'm, you know, I will have a tendency to keep using that broken thing until it's so broken that, you know, then I'm doing without one. So I bought a pretty uh, oil diffuser to replace the one I had, which was dying. And um, then uh, had some fun with that. So I can't remember what else I got. I don't think it was anything tremendous. They were just little things that... Um, I've needed and was not able at the time to get. Then in the meantime, there's generosity towards others. So, um, and that doesn't always mean, you know, resources doesn't have to be money. It can be your time, your uh, grace. Let's say if they're not behaving in the um, best way at the time, just kind of being able to validate their feelings and say, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Not everything has to be picked apart and fixed. So that is our muse cards for our higher self. And let's go to the dragon. Uh, one thing I did, you know, I always have my Venmo and Cash App um, and on the show notes and on the IG posts when I post cards and readings and things. Um, and 
I, but I, I listen to quite a few other podcasts, obviously I'm a fan or else I would have jumped into this eventually. And one of the things that I know some people do is they create an Amazon wish list, uh, because sometimes people enjoy giving a gift more than like just donating some money or joining a Patreon. So I'm going to be creating a link tree. And I'll have that Amazon wish list on there. Should you uh, appreciate any of the guidance or um, inspiration or just camaraderie you've received through this content here or online, um, you can, you know. But I have things on there like ranging from $10 to up to $50. Um, like there's things that I just won't buy for myself because I have kids, I have pets who always seem to need something beyond regular pet care. Um, you know, I have stuff like everybody that needs to get taken care of. And as a mom and a single mom, you always kind of put yourself lower on the priority list. So buying new tarot decks or getting myself a slightly pricey Arnica bath soak that eases my sore muscles tremendously. Um, I do not allocate funds for that. I spend it on other things that I need more. So um, that is a kind of fun thing. So our dragon cards. Oh my gosh. It was so funny this week. I don't know if you saw on Instagram. But on the 333 portal on Tuesday. I... <laughs> um, Pulled the Alpha and Omega <laughs> dragon cards, which is basically the highest, you know, dimensional level. I think they're 11th dimension. Um, and <laughs> that's creation, you know, and also balancing the divine masculine and feminine. Um, I kind of feel like this shadow and reveal that a lot of us are feeling uh, is almost like... Um, you know, the divine masculine is tr pushing for activity and progress. And then the divine feminine is like, okay, but check yourself because I see the things that you don't see about what you're doing, <laughs> what your motives are. Um, so they're keeping each other in check, you know, they're working together as a team. And we all have that, that masculine and feminine energy. It has nothing to do with gender. In reality, our most uh, peaceful and natural state is to be operating from a place of a balanced uh, awareness and receiving of both. Um, and they're like these forces, you know, that you have available to you because sometimes you really need that feminine energy and sometimes you need the masculine energy. Deep blue dragon keeps you safe by clearing your pathway. Oh my gosh. I think we might have gotten this last week, which is why I'm saying, oh my gosh. Keeps you safe by clearing your pathway. Trust that you are protected. Walk on a path of light. Those of you who are called to do it, you can, <laughs> and here's the other one. Earth dragon. 
clears your path and the land around you. Could that be any more of a bigger green light from your galactic team? I mean, seriously, guys. And maybe your galactic team isn't dragons and that's fine. It could be whatever you believe it to be or just pure source energy. But at any rate, your path is clear and uh, you can tap into these earth dragon and deep blue dragon energies to work on the denser energies. That's the deep blue dragons specialty. I mean, they all kind of do that, but then earth dragon is especially uh, great for grounding, which is a continual theme probably through the rest of the month. I mean, I think this is just going to be necessary in this new reality because we're sort of living in a split state of consciousness. Not you personally, but like there's people who are in this place where you, the listener, probably are at with me um, energetically. And then there's a whole bunch of other people who aren't yet and um, grounding is going to be necessary as long as that's true. Uh, Earth Dragon clears your path and land around you. Stay grounded. Be ready to serve. Stuck energy is clearing. You can move forward in life. As I said earlier, we are getting unstuck. Things are moving forward. Uh, collaborate with others. Trust that you are protected. Walk on a path of light, says the deep blue dragon. And, uh, I, I love both these cards. The earth dragon is especially epic because she, I think it's a she. She has horns, these fabulous horns, which you don't always see on dragons. And then she has these big crystals popping up from her uh, shoulder area, I suppose we would call it, on her back. And she just looks mighty and ready to roar. Um... If you are called to grid work in any way, you can be asking the deep blue dragon, especially to clear dense energies and um, clear your personal path and all of the, you know, people and area around you. It just depends on how much time you have to contemplate that and tap into that energy. I am desperately trying, but see, that's the thing. I know that it'll happen when it's time, so I'm not making myself crazy. But very soon, whenever the time is right, I'm going to be doing the love expansion uh, dancing online on lives more regularly just to put that energy out there. You can watch, you can participate. Um, but at any rate, uh, or I may not do it live. I may actually use uh, something to create the video and then splice the music with it so that maybe that's there and available. I don't know. I'll figure it out. This is why it hasn't happened yet. You see, but apparently my path is clear and I need to get my butt in gear. My path is clear. Get my butt in gear. Um, few times I've been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Oh, hilarious. <clears throat> It's also time to be ready to serve because there are going to be so many people awakening to higher consciousness, people you never would have expected, you know, like you're, for instance, this is, and this is no shade. I love everybody, but for instance, 
your, you know, 70-year-old MAGA uncle might start talking to you about meditation or something. Um, <clears throat> but it is time to move forward and know that we're protected. That earth dragon is especially good for also just healing and um, clearing away any unhealthy energy or trauma in the earth itself. Um, getting to that, to grid work. I have been called for the last year or so to really be tapping into whales, dolphins, just pretty much all sea mammals, but especially whales and dolphins. I often listen to whale and dolphin sounds when I'm meditating or channeling or reading cards or going to sleep. Um, and it has felt like the same process that I talk about with sending unconditional love to Gaia and then Gaia sends love back and then source energy is in that loop and you create an infinity loop or a toroidal loop. So for me, that has been um, a process I have also been doing consciously with sea life. And I happened to see um, a video this week, not to scare anybody, but you know, the pole flip is a thing and there's uh not just woo science but mainstream science evidence of this happening the problem is it's very hard to know exactly when it's going to happen some think that it's like an exponential clear uh parabola or like you know a roller coaster peak where you climb 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 and then you have to, like it's slowing down and then a speeding up uh and then um, there's other scientists who think that it's you get to a certain point and then it could just happen at any time and it's sudden. Um, but because of these uh, variations and changes in Earth's magnetosphere and some of the solar emissions that Earth has been receiving, um, they're, they're finding that the changes in the magnetic field seem to correlate with uh, whales dying and beaching themselves and um, I think that is part of that is their pro contribution to this process because whales are galactic beings and so they're kind of like a lot of us which are multi-dimensional beings that have come to this earth to help in this process but they can survive it um, just as we are hoping to as humanity with uh, focused energy. So if you feel called or connected to marine life at all, um, maybe spend some time before you go to sleep every night, just sending that unconditional love, that beautiful rose quartz bubble of love coming out of your center um, to the sea life and uh, appreciate them. And then I guess I will pull... Let's see, Syncretic Oracle or Goddess? Which one this week? I'm going to pull a Goddess card. And this is just sort of a wrap-up for the whole thing. But as you've heard, ladies and germs, um, we are... It's a go. You know, when uh, the shuttle's going to launch or a rocket's going to launch and ground control is like, we are go for liftoff. <laughs> We are go for liftoff. 
the theme here is grounding, 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 so you can receive the light and get out there and do your work, people, because it is go time. If you are on Team Earth uh, Expansion, Earth Ascension, Team Humanity, Team Gaia, um, it is time to get out there and do your thing. Uh, I'm going to be recording a new, uh, I don't know, podcast theme song. Is that what it's called when it's your intro that you use? Would we call it a theme song, like a TV show? Uh, anyway, I'm going to be recording a new one because I'm feeling into a different part of Grooving Goddess at this point than I was when I recorded that last year. And maybe every new season will have a new song. And, uh, even though I'm a third of the way through this season, I decided every season is going to be 33 episodes. So whenever I get to 33, we're in a new season. So I'll be really excited for season three with my three obsession. All right, so which goddess is rooting for us and which goddess energy and archetype can we tap into this week? Oh, what a lovely one. And no freaking surprise, you guys. Oh, for real, I just get so damn excited every time I do this because <laughs> for someone who has been simultaneously almost a zealot believer and a highly scientific skeptic, mathematical brain, my brain structure, you know how they talk about people being left brain or right brain, um, all those tests they used to give you for that, it's always a 50-50 split pretty much. And so that means that uh, the part of me that uh, fully accepts all of the magic of uh, existence is also challenged constantly throughout my life by the... Um, other calculating more show me don't tell me side um so this reading that i designed the soul action plan the sap which uh of course i egotistically thought i was doing for other people um it has served to be such weekly confirmation for me that this process is working, that this guidance is good, that this is coming from a higher source, not just me, the egotistical earth Andrea, um, because the couplets, which is interesting, that's a whole Shakespeare thing, huh? The couplets um, are always in sync. They're always in tandem with each other. They always support the same overall theme and message for the week. And so does this goddess card. I love this card. It's one of my favorite cards. Um, here's a dirty little secret. I'm going to start sharing some of those because I don't feel like having secrets anymore. Um, <laughs> I looked up things that ward off illness <laughs> at the start of the pandemic. And one of them was peacock feathers. And I kept getting this card at the time. So I was like, all right, can't hurt. So I've had peacock feathers in my room uh, since last March. Hera. Hera is an ancient goddess who, before she appeared as wife to Zeus in Greek mythology, was a powerful matrilineal queen in her own right. Hera is the original all-powerful multifunctional goddess responsible for every aspect of existence. 
a symbol of the complete woman. Among the Greeks, Hera was the goddess of marriage, a special goddess of women who accompanies each woman through every moment of her life. Her various titles point to her roles as bringer of fertility, goddess of marriage, protector of children, of women during childbirth, and of money, and presider over all aspects of public life. She was often represented with a peacock, symbolic of beauty, luxury, and immortality. The spots on its feathers reflect the starry firmament, and the peacock has knowledge of the weather, reflecting the ancient role of the goddess as bringer of the seasons. Hera is a mature, powerful goddess combining both practicality and nurturing, a strong image of the supremacy of the queen within. So, Hera is a goddess that does embody that balanced divine masculine energy. And um, also, these feathers, these peacock feathers are portals. You know, this is all about the cosmos. And I think that wraps up this week's soul action plan nicely. Um, I'm excited to, I'll announce this online, but I've been slowly, covertly recruiting people into my world of Shmuel, where I record the songs for this, because it is fun, and I want you guys to have more joy in your life, and there's so many people I know out there who love to sing, and they find a million reasons not to do it. And this is a great way to do it secretly in your your own home, not in front of anyone if you want, or uh, under, you know, some covertness because you're just on there with a bunch of other people who like to do karaoke. But I'm going to start uh, putting up a duet and a group song every week uh, that the Xanadu Collective can come on and join in if you choose. Um, and the great thing about the group songs and the duets when you create them is that you can join without video. If you just don't feel comfortable that way or you don't want to be on video and you just want to sing. And I would never share anything without asking your permission. So keep that in mind as well. Um, but uh, I'm really excited to sing with you all. And... I think it'll be a lot of fun. I want to do some group projects like, um, <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. They have some fantastic fun video filters on there and boy, could we make that groovy. And so what happens is I lay down the, um, you know, the first layer and then everybody just hops on and joins me. So it's like a big old sing-along. It would be so much fun. Just another little thing that I'm trying to do to make this a more joyful experience. I know I will be starting a Patreon at some point this year. I, I'm just not being moved to go do that right now. I think the link tree and some of the other things I'm doing are more important. And especially recording lots of uh, extra content besides my weekly reading. I have a few episodes already outlined that I'll be recording soon, but it might be, I don't know, Sunday or Monday before I get to drop anything else. And so thank you for riding these waves of uh, putting out a lot of content and then having some pauses. I know that everything in the podcasting and marketing world says that that is not the way to do it. 
but uh, that is what works for me, and that is what I'm going to do. <laughs> so thanks for coming along for the ride, and I love you all. Go out there and make your dreams happen, man. And if you need clarity on anything, give me a shout. We could do a little short mini reading or whatever you feel like you need in that moment. Much unconditional muse love, my peeps. Well, my dream of getting a new uh, theme song done was squashed, and that's okay for this week. The app that I use for karaoke, Shmule, they updated on Thursday, and it won't record a damn thing right now. Which means there are lots of millions of karaoke junkies out there really irritated and frustrated <laughs> right now, but... Anyway, just sometimes when they do a major upgrade, the app gets glitchy and it'll do something weird and they'll go, oh crap, and fix that and then it'll be fine for quite a while. But they did a major, major, major um, upgrade. So at any rate, uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's plan and go out there and make life happen. I am so excited to be releasing. I did a a swap cast with a good friend of mine, Serafina Blackman. She has a really wonderful podcast called Fraggling uh, with Serafina. And um, we recorded her podcast on Wednesday for nearly two hours. And then yesterday we recorded an episode of mine, sort of a piggyback onto that conversation for nearly another two hours. And it is all about... Uh, Mintaka, the second half of the conversation. And the first half of the conversation was about all sorts of other fascinating things. So be sure that you check both of those episodes out when they are released. It was such a delightful conversation. Um, truly amazing and very revelatory for both of us. Uh, so enjoy that, and um, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead. I didn't dip too much into the astrology or the numerology this week, um, so I guess it wasn't necessary. <laughs> um, and you know where to find me if you need me. Much love.